0: Welcome back to the Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021. Today's poem is by Philip Larkin. He was an English poet who lived from August 9th, 1922, to December 2nd, 1985. He was a very accomplished writer. He wrote several collections of poetry, including The North Ship and A Girl in Winter, and he also edited the Oxford Book of 20th Century English First, which came out in 1973. Interestingly, he also uh, contributed to the Daily Telegraph, an English newspaper, as its jazz critic from 1961 to 1971. And you can get his book of jazz writing called All That Jazz, a record diary of 1961 to 1971, uh, which came out in, in 85. He received many honors, including the Queen's Gold Medal for Poetry. And according to Wikipedia, he was offered but declined the position of poet laureate in 1984. The poem that I'm going to read today is called First Sight. It's a pretty short poem, only 14 lines or so. And it seems like the right poem for a time when our country has been beset by a winter storm, almost coast to coast. Many people are buried under and dealing with the the after effects of this winter weather. And so it seemed like the right time to read this poem. So here is Philip Larkin's First Sight. Lambs that learn to walk in snow When their bleeding clouds the air Meet a vast unwelcome Know nothing but a sunless glare Newly stumbling to and fro All they find outside the fold Is a wretched width of cold As they wait beside the ewe, Her fleeces wetly caked Their lies hidden round them Waiting to earth's immeasurable surprise they could not grasp it if they knew what so soon will wake and grow utterly unlike the snow i find this to be a lovely little poem a beautiful poem i find it interesting that larkin himself was known for being kind of i don't know what the phrase is um serious i guess He kept to himself, didn't love to be in the public eye, um, didn't want to be some big literary figure, kind of no-nonsense, you know, serious guy. But then he writes a poem like this, which is so pleasant. There's There's a Wordsworthian element to it. It's got this beautiful structure to the poem that makes it so easy to read. It's highly memorizable. In a way, it's simple, unlike many of the 20th century poets. He wasn't trying to obfuscate anything. He wasn't trying to hide what he was saying here. I mean, that's another Larkin poem, certainly. <laughs> but in this one, it's a simple, beautiful poem, but it's also so consistent. There's no straight lines, stray words. There's no straight images. And that takes a great deal of skill. I wonder, personally, if he wrote more stanzas that he cut, if there was a line or two extra that he cut. I imagine there was, as happens with most, with most poems but this is kind of a, a poem of waiting, a poem of anticipation. And so it seemed like a good poem, not just for a country beset by a winter storm, but a, a country, a world beset by a pandemic. Here we are all waiting for the pandemic snow to melt, for Earth's immeasurable surprise, to be able to go out and experience that surprise. And so... I think this is a poem worth keeping in mind here as we make our way through February and the the long winter continues on, but spring is around the corner. Spring is around the corner uh, in terms of, you know, not just the snow and the cold, but also in terms of the pandemic. Even if the virus is with us, the end of what we're living through as it is right now will come and um, we'll be able to get together and read poetry together more easily. So while the end is coming, I believe, can't help but think about all the children that have been, they They've had their lives thrown upside down over the last year. I think about my daughter who is two years old. She had just turned one when all this happened. Or my four-year-old son who's nearing five, and so he, he turned four last April. He, he turned four during all of this. So it was three when it started. I think about the children who come into our bookstore who are so young, who've spent most of their life so far, their conscious lives, seeing people in masks, not being able to take part in the, in the social aspects of our lives that make our lives so meaningful. I think of the children who are in school, maybe for the first couple of years of their schooling, and for whom school is something much different than it ever has been before for, for almost anybody. I think of the young people who are trying to get into the job force or go to college for the first time and have had to spend the beginning of their job, the beginning of their college career, doing it online. And so it seems as if all these people are like the lambs who come outside from the fold for the first time. They're meeting a vast unwelcome, a sunless glare, a wretched width of cold. And so it's for those people that I wanted to to read this poem, people who've only really ever remembered seeing strangers with masks or for whom school has been online, for whom new jobs and experiences they should have had are are online or, or canceled altogether. For them and for all of us, There is Earth's immeasurable surprise yet to come, and so that's why I wanted to read this poem today. So once more, here is Philip Larkin's First Sight. Lambs that learn to walk in snow when their bleeding clouds the air meet a vast unwelcome, know nothing but a sunless glare. Newly stumbling to and fro, all they find outside the fold is a wretched width of cold. As they wait beside the yew, her fleece is wetly caked, their lies hidden round them, waiting to earth's immeasurable surprise. They couldn't grasp it if they knew what so soon will wake and grow, utterly unlike the snow. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.